Wake up, sleepy heads, sleepy chiefs, my sleeping beauties. This is Sleeper Salad, your diet fantasy football podcast. We've got a Super Bowly halftime goalie, holy moly, show for you today. I am your host, Alex Bloom, at Kabloom, your fantasy guru, your spreadsheet wizard, your all around okay dude. Welcome. Today, we have a guest. Fiona Babakanians. That's me. She is a writer-producer on this podcast, in addition to being a sketch performer, vocal recording artist, marketing manager, and soon-to-be medical professional. She'll be on our crash cart today as we head-on collide into this fantasy season. She's going to help us cover preseason scuttlebutt in our news segment, Fresh Chopped. I don't know about that, Alex. Then we're going to go... Take a break for a word from our sponsor. That sponsor is StatWad. StatWad is back. Get the wad in your stats. StatWad. Then our segment right after the break is going to be duck tape. That's where our guest and I watch an old game and throw hot opinions at you, dear listeners. So duck. Some might say goose. You bet. After duck tape... We're going to head over and check out a sleeper cell and explain why we want a ton of players from one team in the NFL that we think everyone is underselling. Then uh, near the end, I'm going to read a review from a listener. Uh, Just so you know, I will be reading reviews from listeners from here on out. So if you want to hear your name on the podcast, just leave us a review. Five stars, please. Then we'll wrap it up with... Top five wide receivers for PPR leagues. That's point per reception. And we'll be counting down. So stay till the end or else you won't know who's number one. Hit the theme. Sleeper salad to you. (laughs) Welcome back. Now we are going to do our regular news segment, Fresh Shops. First up in the news, you've probably seen this bouncing around ESPN and other places, but Andrew Lucky, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, per multiple sources, has recovered from the shoulder surgery that he had in the offseason. Now, uh, Fiona, acting the field reporter, actually went to Indianapolis to check out his performance. What did you find out, Fiona? doesn't look like it's as good as the hype. People seem to have forgotten a lot of the basics. Like, every time he wears pads, he wears them upside down and throws them around. And he throws shoes at people. Like he thinks that's what he's supposed to throw? That's what he's saying. Wow, and and how's this affecting team dynamics? Well, the coach... uh, Well, unfortunately, he's been telling everybody that the coach is his father now. That's confusing and upsetting. It has the team completely disoriented. I bet. Now, is he responsive to questions? Not at all. He's very angry all the time. He'll punch you in the face if you ask him anything longer than five words. Wow. And he he's not saying anything. Nope. But he does seem to speak in Portuguese just to himself. All right, not looking super great, so I would wait on Andrew Lucky. 100%. Fantasy All right, next up, uh, 
wide receiver Stephen Biggs made news today when he signed a contract with the Minnesota Vikings for five years and $81 million. Now, if you ask me, come on. that That's so much money. I I could have some of that money. Yeah, yeah, could could I get some of that money? Can can we? We get some of that money? Just please. So that's all we have on Stephen Biggs. Uh so now we're going to head into a break. Coming up after the break, we got duck tape, sleeper cell, and our top 5 points per reception wide receivers. <laughs> Hey everyone, StatWatt is back. They, I won't dwell on it, but they weren't allowed to do business in the United States for a little while. But they've sorted out that whole confusing matter. It was really just a misunderstanding. Um, There is a bit of a compromise that had to be made. To use StatWatt now, you will need to join the Chewbacca coin cryptocurrency movement. But honestly, this is a plus. That's going to be a good investment for you. Anyway, you you will need to exchange some American dollars for Chewbacca coin, but you'll be able to bet on this site, StatWad, where all those same old spitwads are right back. You can just fleece those dumb you-know-whats. And uh, it, like I said before, it is a sure thing. I, I don't know if that had anything to do with them shutting down for a little bit, but I, I can promise you, uh, if you just go there and bet with any kind of reasonable mind, you're going to make money. There's just complete fools making backwards bets on there. Uh and you're going to go on there and print bills. It's going to be insane. You like money, Fiona? I love money. In fact, I got some stock in that. You heard that here first, folks. Fiona has stock in money. Chewbacca coin, I hope. Chewbacca coin all the way, baby. All the way. Statwad. Welcome back, everyone. Now it's time for a new segment, Duck Tape. For this segment this week, Fiona and I watched a week one game from 2017, Patriots versus Chiefs. And we got a lot of thoughts as we watched that, and we thought it would only be fair for us to share them with you, dear listener. Uh, We got some NFL basics just that we want to hammer home. We also have a couple notes for the announcers, and then we thought of some innovations for the game uh, that we thought would be helpful to put out into the ether in case Roger Goodell's listening. So let's get started with the NFL basics. Fiona, what, what was the first thing that you noticed watching this game? Well, I'm noticing really that the strategy mainly seems to be see the pile, go to the pile, slap a helmet. Now, these three things are integral to the game of football, so we all know they have to be done. But in those strategic steps, it's a miracle what the Chiefs pulled off. It truly is. I I didn't mention up top that this was one of the more notable games last year as the, the Chiefs 
beat the Patriots pretty soundly, the Patriots being the defending Super Bowl champions to lose in week one was pretty upsetting. But the the Chiefs following those three simple rules everybody learned in peewee football. See the pile, go to the pile, slap a helmet. That's how you get it done. Those simple things hold true even when you look back a year later. We also noticed that if the running back has the ball or a a wide receiver has caught the ball and is running with it, uh, any person running who has the ball, you want to be running forward. Definitely don't want to be running backward. And also running laterally tends to not be great. Uh, Fiona, what what did you think running laterally with the ball was like? You know, personally... It makes me feel like when I go on the second page of Google, that's desperation, Alex. Desperation. But anyway, it really is, uh, it's delaying the inevitable. So don't run laterally. It should be obvious. Last, we noticed it does seem to be very beneficial to these football players to have a good pouty face. Fiona, let me tell us about what what you were seeing on, on on the field that night. Listen to me. Emotional relevance. You got to get to their heartstrings. And what do you do? You pout those lips, boys. Let me see some sugar. Wow. Wow. The it, the game of football is really just life when you think about it. And I think people lose sight of that. But the what did you call it? Emotional? Emotional relevance, baby. Emotional relevance. Baby. So that's the NFL basics we learned from going back through this game. Uh, Another big thing we noticed was the announcers making easy mistakes, missing obvious wins they could have had. So we're going to do a little mini segment. We could do that. Uh, So just know we could be announcers. We could totally do that. There's no reason we wouldn't be. One thing we noticed they did do that we could absolutely do is say Brady 60 million times. Fiona, how many times did you hear the word Brady in that game? Brady, 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 baby. About a million times. There you have it, folks. Another thing the announcers uh, messed up on that we could do better is they need to explain... When they're calling a Patriots game, they need to explain that Brownkowski is Croc. You can't just use the nickname and not explain that it's Brownkowski. This this was confusing for me as it was for you, I believe, you know. Absolutely. I mean, he comes from the Brown Cow family. They made chocolate milk. And that has nothing to do with the nickname of Croc, so people are going to get confused if you don't explain it. Absolutely. Croc is a derivative of the cow. Yeah, and it makes sense, but it does require a little bit of explanation. So just announcers, when you're out there, just take a little bit of time to explain these things. And maybe don't say Brady so many times and you'll have time for it. Another thing that the announcers did that we could do is bring up college a lot. Bring up how these players were in college, how you were in college, what college is it makes you sound smart and it helps you think about the past which when you think about it is really what nfl football is about absolutely 
we noticed a couple more uh, announcer no-nos, we'll call them, things that the announcers we were watching did do that or did say that shouldn't be said. Fiona, what was the first one? You know, it's kind of hard to tell the two of them apart. What? That's what they said, Alex. What? I was as shocked as you. That's ridiculous and insulting. It was insulting. In fact, the two pelicans on the field were flew out of there. And they didn't look alike, in my opinion, whatsoever. They have unique stripes, Alex. And bills. And bills. So really offensive. Uh, it's the least you can ask of any announcer to not make a gaffe. Uh, you can just keep your mouth shut most of the time, and I'll appreciate it. Wouldn't you, Fiona? Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing we heard an announcer say that we would never say, uh, coming back from a commercial break, maybe he was mid-thought, but Chris Berman says, your whole world looks different. And that is way too alarming to bring up when I'm watching a midweek national football program. Wouldn't you agree, Fiona? Absolutely. I'm t- <laughs> I'm sitting and watching this game. I don't need to get meta. This guy needs to get meta out of here. Exactly. We also noticed a missed opportunity uh, that these announcers just blew past near the end of the game. Uh, Brady, I hate to say it again, but Brady was uh, throwing from the Patriots' end zone and was about to get sacked. And when the team that's behind is in that position, and you're talking about sacking, you have to mention there's no nuts to sack. There's a bunch of sacks. There's a bunch of nuts. But there ain't no nuts to sack. No nuts to sack. You gotta. It's just right out there, and and you guys let it go just because people were leaving the stadium that's when you need to that's when your job starts as an announcer that's how you keep people in their seats otherwise you're just bugging people that's why we do what we do that's why we do what we do which brings us to the final subject of what we noticed in in the game that we watched some innovations we think that could really take this game to the next level. First thing we thought is there should be more gymnastics in football. Anytime you do a flip, it looks great. Anytime you do a cartwheel, you get by your defender. Another thing we noticed is that players should be able to wear whatever they want. Let me see some of that ankles. Let me see some of that leg. I'm not motivated by the same things as Fiona, but I do think it's a little oppressive to enforce such strict dress codes on people who are making millions of dollars a year. I'm just saying all that padding's going to be hot. Let's shed some of the padding. What are they so worried about? Heck if I know. Another thing Fiona in particular thought of is an innovative way to start a play that should give you a heads up. Now here's the thing. Why start where you're supposed to start? 
give yourself a couple seconds, start across the field, startle your players by shouting, wait, 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 wait. Run to your position, start the play. That's how you win a game. That's how you win a game, folks. It shouldn't be coming from two senior analysts. It should be coming from the head offices of NFL's teams, but I don't know. From the mouths of babes. We're babes. Anyway, then uh, Fiona also had a grand idea for when the play ends. A lot of people don't get credit for what they did during the play, especially paying attention. Football can be boring sometimes. Pretty often, you don't have time to get to the pile. You weren't really involved. Throw your hands up. Say, get angry. Point to something. Scream. Someone's screaming at the same thing, pointing at the different thing. And make sure someone knows you paid attention. You deserve credit for that. Uh, It'll translate to points eventually. So that's what we noticed. Hope you all ducked, because we watched the tape. Next up, we are heading into a sleeper cell. Fiona, can you tell everyone what a sleeper cell is? A team full of sleepers. Everybody underestimated everything good for your team. Yeah, that's uh, everyone on this team is going to be good for your team because they're categorically underestimated. The team that is the sleeper cell of the 2018 fantasy football season. Drum roll, please. The Ravens. People are fading the Ravens, which is really... I, I don't see where it's coming from. They're, they play football in the city that The Wire was based on. These guys got to be tough. That's such a home field advantage. These guys are going to score like crazy. I think they did last year. Who knows? So first up in this team full of sleepers, the number one sleeper of them all, quarterback Joe Flappo. Flappo wacko, heart attacko. Absolutely. Give me a heart attack when he scores all those points. Now this man is 6'6", 245 pounds, throws right-handed. Interesting choice. But he has over 35,000 career passing yards. That's a lot. I don't have close to that. Do you, Fiona? I have about 36. Wow. Well, Fiona's not playing in the NFL this season, so I think you're going to be pretty good off with Mr. Flappo. He, people forget he did win a Super Bowl in the past. Uh, so I think that's a major sleeper. I'm willing to ding the Rip Van Winkle on Mr. Flappo and say... Sleeper, sleeper, chicken beeper. Next up, wide receiver, newcomer to the team, Willie Sneeze. That's a good question. Sneeze, sneeze, give him a squeeze. And I will. I'll squeeze him right onto my team because I think he's a major sleeper. He he was uh, really held back on the garbage team, the New Orleans Saints, for all of 2017, most of 2016. I think he's really going to find his wings and fly with these here Ravens. It'll be a sleepy flight. It'll be like a a simultaneous flight and hibernation. So I think he's going to do pretty well. 
He did only have 48. No, he had. He has almost 2,000 career receiving yards. So, nothing to sneeze at. Will he sneeze? <laughs> Next up, we got Cricks more. Maybe you should Cricks less. But I, uh, I think we got a, a good sleeper here. This guy, in two seasons of professional football, has 25 receptions. He has not tired himself. He has made sure to stay fresh for this upcoming season. And I think he's going to open the Ziploc bag, and we're all going to be pleasantly surprised at what we smell. I know I'm smelling exactly what he's cooking, and he's cooking up a storm. A kind of rainstorm that ravens caw in and creep you out and score touchdowns on you. Picking up a dog in the middle of the street kind of raven. Flying into your windshield, and you're like, oh no, Is that was that a, a dove or something that hit me? I hope it's okay. And you can never find it because it was fine and it flew away faster than you could see it. Yeah, it just grabbed the dog it was carrying in the way. It dropped the dog when it hit your car, but it picked it up again before you even saw. You never even saw the dog. That's how swift they are, and that's why you need Mr. Moore on your team. Moore is more this time. Every time. Every time. So those are just three of the sleepers in Major Sleeper Cell, the NFL East team, the Ravens. <laughs> All right, that takes us to our review of the week. Just a reminder, uh, if you leave a review on iTunes for this podcast with five stars, I will never, ever, ever ask you if you listen. So uh, that fear will be gone from your life, and I'll mention your name on this podcast. Now, you won't have to listen to it, but you can tell other people to. That'll be nice. And on that note, I'd like to thank Ronald McDonald. The review of this week comes from King Joshua J., a really great guy. The title of the review is Sleeper Salad is a Sleeper Itself. Which, uh, truer words have never been spoken, if you ask me. King Joshua J says, The best food metaphoring fantasy sports podcast I've come across. Above and beyond those guys overhead, those guys over at Overhyped Awful. Thanks, Sleeper Salad. You're welcome, King Joshua J. And thank you. Before we even got started, we had a little bit of a feud with Overhyped Awful. And it was awful. I'll say it. But fortunately, our names were appropriate. They are overhyped. Okay. So that's going to about do it for this week. Uh, we do not have time for the top five wide receivers for points per reception leagues. And we'll have to get to it next week. Oh, darn. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, so thanks to Fiona for being here joining us you were a delight is there anything you would like the people to check out where can they follow you on twitter i don't do twitter and i don't do instagram please don't add me on facebook avoid fiona at all costs i do have a message 
Sleeper salad. When you go to sleep, don't forget to wake up. Hey, it's a it's a good lesson. We we all can learn from. Thanks, Fiona. Uh, and we won't follow you on social media or promote any projects you like, but we will think positively about you. I promise. That's all I ask. That's all she asks, folks. I'm Alex Bloom. Follow me at Kabloom, K-A-B-L-O-M-M-E. Follow Sleeper Salad on Twitter, at Salad Sleeper. Uh, you can send us questions and you'll get on the pod. Uh, or email us at saladsleeper at gmail.com. Uh, and one final note, I have just received a message that StatWad is again no longer authorized to do any kind of business. Chewbacca coin has sadly folded. <sighs> Good night, sweet prince of Chewbacca coin. I've lost all my money! Uh-oh, goodbye. Sleeper salad to you. This podcast was produced by me, Alex Bloom, and written with the help of Fiona Babakanians.